Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're hanging out, we're talking, we're catching up, talking what ifs. Before we get into that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have property that you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys, and just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor. Go check them out. The website is www.plumminvestmentgroup.com. Happy Wednesday. Hey. Let's, uh, yeah, I mean, I know you opened us up with the Plum commercial today. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit. I, we've got some new listeners. And we keep adding to the crowd. And I get some new people that reach out about being, you know, joint ventures or capital partners and things like that. When you reach out to Plum, it's pretty simple. You need state, county, APN, owner's name and the amount you have it under contract for, and any special details you know about it. So typically, we look for the three times value. We look for physical and legal access that allows you to actually drive onto the property. Don't do anything really in California or West Virginia. And the topography actually matches what the end use is. So we stick a lot to the recreational properties. So just kind of know that as you go on. I know I'm getting, some, I'm getting a new wave of people asking for, hey, do you have a sheet so I can check this off before we do it? Or, hey, what kind of deals do you want to do? Have some people that are questioning on deals that aren't just aren't on our cup of tea, you know, a, a one acre in the middle of some infill area or some outskirt town. It's not really what we do. It's uh, you know five acres and above, um, a recreational piece of property. So okay. I figure I'd throw that out there. And I've got some new listeners and figured, hey, no, no time like the present since you just brought it up, Mister Southey. Uh, that's not what I thought you were going to bring up. The Where's other that? exciting news that we're not going to talk about it, but much, but we do have some very exciting news. Do you want to say it? I'll let you lead this one. We're going to have a live event, and we booked a room at Topgolf in Fort Worth. Save the date, February 29th. 2020. Yep, 29th, 2020. February 29th, 2020. Leap year, baby. Yep, live event, and we're not going to super sell it right now. Just put it out there, put it on your calendar, and uh, you will hear more about it soon. So to hold Mr. Southie accountable, when will we see the link up for pre-sale? We're not going to hold them accountable. <laughs> we're just not. <laughs> we're just not going to hold you accountable. Yeah. yeah, we're moving on from the subject. The, the idea was a quick sell. Okay. Not even a sell. A quick. It's done. We're moving okay. on. All right. Well, cool. We'll, hear, we'll hear more about it soon. That's it's great to hear. I'm excited about this because that's we've been getting flooded with emails and requests. Hey, when's the live event? Can we put on a pre-registration? You're There's not getting a, the idea of a quick sell. I, Move I got on. You. We're I, on. I got Tell you. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> oh man, busy month for November. Busy month. Seven in closing to sell, up over two hundred thousand in revenue. It's like a big month this month, and it's typically it's fallen off a little bit. But you know, got some mail going out, and I think some in Georgia. I think about seven other counties picked out and stayed a couple states in the south. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have a, had a good last week too. I have two sales and a lot of interest on one more. So it looks like about be about three sales and. Nice. We've been real busy. We've been doing like a people to know. We've kind of been doing like a podcast tour, like yeah. being out there, being on other shows. We just did one today. Mm-hmm. We'll be on other people's. Uh, so it's it's fun. It's a busy time of the year. I th- people look at me funny when I say, "Oh yeah, we're doing a little podcast tour right now," and they're like, 
So like you have to go all these places? <laughs> well, not exactly. Yeah, come to the, Adams. That's the key to podcasting. You don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, we went from pod, today. He was in podcast land. We're usually in podcastville. Mm-hmm. So. It, it is. Uh, sometimes I feel kind of funny saying like we're doing like a podcast tour because mm-hmm. like when I think still to this day, even though I see like the power of a podcast, like what we're doing, uh-huh. I think of some loser in his basement like talking into his computer. Why don't you ask some of our listeners? We're kind of losers in the in the yeah. studio doing this. Yeah, but it's so funny like how some people it's their all they listen to. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, and some of the shows out there, like let's just say like Joe Rogan or whatever, they get more listens than a normal radio show. Yeah, and, and more watches than a lot of news channels do too. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see the dynamic and how it's shifted in the power. One of the things that's it's funny to me is when we go back into these things and, you know, ours is different because there's two of us here. And with there being two of us, we had to have a completely different setup than just a laptop and a microphone that plugged in a USB. Mm-hmm. And so learning that and running through it, and I think it surprises them when they see two of us on the tour. They I mean, they know that they get our one sheet and that information up front, but it's I think it's interesting to them to see that there's actually two of us. Then they see our setup, and they're like, oh, wow, they actually have a setup. Like you, Because we've had that comment multiple times. Yeah. And then how we get able to flow with them, each other, and it, it's not choppy because we're not used to just doing a podcast by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, that was like one of the worries that the agent had is like because uh normally when there's two people they don't know to flow together right yeah you know, but i guess we we kind of we've we've done it long enough yeah. to know when to shut up when the other person talks <laughs> it's like the one today i saw you jump in there immediately when they know our life story so that you prevented me from saying that i didn't want you to do this with me you wanted to tell that lie you, where I that's you not out. a lie you said i want to do this by myself is what you said at You're my right. kitchen table. You're right. That had happened. But every time when you go, yeah, he told me that he was going on his own. I couldn't do nothing about it. You go do this on side, blah, 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 blah. That, that's exactly what happened. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I think it was... The truth hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. I when think you leave your best friend out in the cold it was and he goes and starts his own land company to hang out with you was, just to give you something to talk to him about. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, yeah, it was, I wish I could start a land business. I wish. <laughs> I didn't wish, I did. And I'm here now. Started at the bottom and I'm here. No, that's a great topic. You you just hit something right there. You said, I wish. That was on purpose. <laughs> I, I know that, but our listeners don't, Mr. Southie. No, it, doesn't, it doesn't all have to be as secretive. We, well, yeah. I mean, as we get into 2020 and we get ready, we've talked, you know, goals and writing things down and ideas and taking action and things like that. The idea... Or the statement, you know, I wish I could do that, or I wish I could do this, or I wish I could be financially independent, or I wish I could find the time for this. That's a horrible way to start any of this. That that is that is a detriment in itself. And the idea that we want you out of that, we want you to actually take action. We want you to say, hey, you know, I wish I could send a mailer. Well, you can. We can show you how. I wish I could be a real estate investor. You can for extremely cheap. We show that in Coffee Money, and many people have made that a a lucrative little side hustle for them. You know, they do it on Sundays. Yeah, no, the thing that like I hear that um, when you speak of like I wish when we kind of talked about this before is uh, it can be the death of your success because like, well, I wish I could do a fifty thousand dollar profit deal, mm-hmm. you know, instead of actually just shopping. going and doing a fifty thousand dollar deal, just going out and shopping for it, and you know. Our show chronicles our journeys. You know, we talked on Monday about a hundred thousand dollar mistake, which really wasn't a mistake. It still made thirty percent on our money. It wasn't a home run, but it's still going to add to the pot for the end of the year, and it's still going to keep the generate the revenue and, and the numbers all work out to, you know, the averages that we get. But you know, you'll hear people say, "Well, I wish I could make twenty five thousand dollars on a deal and be okay." 
Well, you can. You just have to shop for them. You have to get started. You have to do it. You have to work backwards from that. And we don't want you to get stuck on that crutch of, I just wish I could do this, right? I mean, I wish I could have a Lamborghini. I could if I wanted to. Do I want to pay for it? No. But, you know, that's a dangerous way to start any any little gig, any side hustle, any adventure that you're about to go on. Fall in love with the process and do it. I think of, uh, I just came to mind, it's like the I wish reminds me of the, uh, it must be nice. Okay. You know, oh, it must be nice to be able to work from home, or it must yeah. be nice to be your own boss. That, that thing, that one blo- kills me. Does it? I mean, I love saying it, but just as like a joke. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say it must be nice. Uh, I, I definitely have said that, and it's but it's just fun to joke around, you know, like, I don't know, where you go to the gym at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and, must be nice to go to the gym yeah. and work out every day. Yeah. I go at 8, actually. Uh, I listen to two books and work out till 10. 8 to 10. Every day. Monday through Friday. Well, must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. But you could do it too, but you don't show up, and your trainer calls you when you don't show up. Yeah, I, that's completely on me this entire last week. I just didn't, wasn't feeling it. I know, but I'm loving it. The podcast is dropping at like 7.45, so I can listen to it on the way home, <laughs> dropping the kids off at school. Yeah, the thing is, it's I don't have any excuse, and like I, I'm completely on it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, I just don't want to go. I just haven't yeah. wanted to go this week. There's no, it's not like I have any other excuse coming up. I have woken up to go and then I'll sit down and I'll put out the podcast and I'll write up the blog for it and I'll do all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> not feeling like going to the gym today. Yeah. And my trainer did call me uh, Wednesday mm-hmm. or yesterday. No, yesterday, whatever, whatever day it was. And I just <laughs> ignore. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he shows up over here. Knock, <laughs> knock, Mr. Southie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still bigger than him. He might be in better shape, but <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna start chasing you, and eventually just, he's gonna catch you. I just close the door. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, so what else has been going on with you? Like I said, man, we've just been having a busy week, you know, and with land and the uh, podcast tour stuff. It seems like it's constantly getting busier and busier as things go. You know, that's a good, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. I think it's cool getting to see the different takes on these other things that they're going on because it's not other land investors that we're doing this with. It's people in different niches, people in like maybe a wealth coach or you know passive income, or they may be a real estate investor, but they they focus on houses. And it's good to see the reaction when we start talking about land and what land actually can do for you know the average investor. You know, the lack of saturation in the market, the high ROIs. The ease and the barrier, the lack of a barrier entry to get started, and it's it's great to see that mm-hmm. and, and getting that message out there across the platform. Yeah, let's go back to the um, what ifs because I actually really want to talk back on the subject. Okay, you know, I know today was kind of supposed to be like a free talk, but there are some people that are listening that like really want to have a good business, mm-hmm. you know, and they're kind of holding themselves back. Okay. You know, it's like the what ifs or or the must be nice or the I can't do it because of this, right? Yeah. It's all this like self doubting belief yeah it's getting really into people's head and it's preventing them from going where they want to go and it's just i'm feeling it's really like getting me down because Mm -hmm. if you want it then you do it you go out and do it right yeah and i that's the that's a great you know segue into this little little story so i had a consultant client this week he came to me and he had priced out like three counties he picked them he priced them and i'm like okay so why haven't we pulled the data and he's like, I just, I don't know if it's right. And I look at his pricing. He has all the comps filled out. The comps look great. Numbers look good. And I'm like, man, all this looks great. And then he's like, I just, I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, you want to pull the data? And he's like, eh. and he's, this is his first mailer. Hasn't set up his data tree yet. So that was his, well, I don't know yet if this is right. I don't know if I want to sign up and spend the money. I was like, tell you what, just pay me for the data. I'll pull it on my account and then I'll send you the files. 
He's like, okay. So then we pull the data, and, and when I originally run it, it comes out to say like 2,900 lines of data. He's like, well, that's a little bigger bigger in the mailer than I'm ready to do right now. He's like, oh, it's okay. We can adjust the size, and we, we dropped it down. And it was like 1,400, 1,500. And in his head, I think he was stuck at like he wanted to do 1,400 pieces of mail. And it comes out to like 1,491. I was like, well, it's going to scrub down to about 1,200. Okay, 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 okay. And so well, he's like, what would you have done? I said, when I pulled it up and the 2,900 came up, I'd have mailed the whole thing. And he's like, just like that? And I was like, yeah. So in a matter of maybe 10 minutes, I have his data pulled, checked his pricing, everything looked good. And I'm like, yeah, this is what, okay, let's go. And he's like, like, that's it. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, are you, are you sure? And I was like, well, do you want me to mail the data and I'll just take the deals? Well, no, no, no. And he's like, so if you mail it, I'm okay with mailing. I said, yeah, you, it was like four counties and it was a certain, it's, it's a pretty, pretty dialed in mailer, but he, it was just that analysis paralysis. And then what if it fails, you know? And this guy left a good career to start another one because he wanted to change his lifestyle. He wanted more freedom with his kids. He didn't want to have the risk that was out there. It was hurting his body, you know, having some injuries. And what it's allowed him to do now is this is his, he's got another career going, but this is his, he sees his freedom now. So I wish I could spend more time with my kids. He's already done the hard part. He left this big career he had to start transitioning into this. And this is going to be his first mailer using this because he wanted to do real estate. And then he heard us, found us, um, went through the coffee money method, started this, and now he's running through this. So his first mailer, and I, I'm like, yeah, I'd mail this one. This counties look good. They're great. You know, here's who I would use as a land agent there and having all those pieces in place. But it was that analysis paralysis, then one little thing that needed to be done that was holding him up. And him asking the question, well, so you'd mail this? I said, yeah, I'd mail it. Let's go, you know? And he's like, well, that's some of those properties a little bit bigger than I want to do. And I'm like, well, you got plum here. So if you get some of these back and they got good access, we'll, we'll go with it. Mm-hmm. He kind of hit it on the head with, and he said, what if it fails? I think that was the word I was looking for. I just couldn't come up with it as... That's what's holding everyone back. Mm-hmm. If you just trust the process, cause that's all I did, and that's all you did when you got mm-hmm. started, just trust the process and go. I know maybe people don't always have, not everyone has like the money to well, yeah, it's, learn and fail the first I think, time. I think his whole but, mailer cost, because he paid the data, and I told him, you know, when you go set up mail with uh, Rocket Print and Mail, it's going to cost you around, it was going to be like 690 bucks or 700 bucks into the mailer with data in the mail um, with everything. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And I was like, he's like, well, I got all that. That's fine. And I was like, but nobody really wants to lose 700 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're nervous about that. Everybody is. It's, and it's normal. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be a point where you know, if hey, if I send, over the course of this year, I send 10,000 pieces of mail, I should buy X number of properties and they're going to bring this back. It just becomes a numbers game at that point. How do you scale and how do you continue to grow it? Yeah, and I'm, I'd be very surprised if someone sent 10,000 over the course of a year and didn't make their money back. Yep. I mean, you'd have to be pricing at one cent on the $1,000. <laughs> per acre place I, yeah. it'd be tough to mess up that bad yep all right i think we talked about it good you, you feel yeah, good i feel better feel now. good all right cool well, we're gonna end it right there then guys uh do us a favor as always go to instagram go to facebook give us a like give us a follow and then go to itunes go to stitcher go to youtube like rate review and subscribe to the show we appreciate it we love you see you friday bye guys